Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special episode of this podcast because it's the first one. Welcome to the Haley and Angela show. I'm Haley. And I'm Angela. And welcome to our show. Um, so Here we, we are. are friends over the internet and in real life. Um, and we have a lot of similar interests, which is what makes us friends. Uh, and one of these interests is Christmas-themed rom-coms. Uh, Angela, is it safe to say that that is one of your favorite genres of movies? Uh, yeah, I think it's safe to say that. I would say that all rom-coms, but particularly the Christmas-themed ones, do stand out to me. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, it's not not an unfair assessment of my <laughs> my likes and needs. Your movie watching, yeah, uh, for sure, habits. Uh, so that's kind of what we're here to discuss today, not the whole genre as a whole, but one specific entry into the genre, um, the 2006 classic, The Holiday. It's a personal favorite of mine. Angela, it's one of your favorites. So here we are to break it down, talk about why we like it, and just live our lives the best way we know how. Yeah, and I will say that just, you know, on a side note. I mean, we're here to talk about things that we find joy in because the world is crazy and <laughs> the holiday brings us immense joy. So for all you haters out there, get out of here. Press pause now. Press pause because we're going to talk a lot about the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> and if you haven't seen this movie, uh, also press pause and go watch it. It's on Netflix. So you have it no is, excuse. Yeah. And it's on Hulu. So. Oh, well, then perfect. So everything. watch it. They're just like pushing it out there today they're like really pushing the holiday at you this Are holiday they? season yeah see we don't get hulu in canada so we just gotta oh, settle really? it for the flicks wait yeah. what pause <laughs> yeah, the podcast i didn't know yeah. that i'm so sorry yeah, for you we don't get hulu we only get netflix and uh that has been advertising a lot of uh the christmas inheritance oh. and the christmas prince lately yeah. um the christmas prince is a movie I have watched. I told you that you should watch it. Yeah, I um, have. I've. It's been on the watch list. I've told my dear husband about it three times, but I haven't watched it yet. But I will. It's coming. Um, it's is it list. a good movie? Not really. No. <laughs> but is it a great movie? Yes. Definitely. Well, anyway, so we're not here to talk about the Christmas friends. We're here to talk about the holiday. Uh, what what do you remember about the first time you went to go see this movie or you saw this movie? Did yeah. you see it in theaters? No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Um, really? Okay. okay. Yeah, no, because it was 2006. So I was in high school. Um, this was my junior year of high school. I graduated high school in 2007. Um, and I was a junior in high school, which probably meant that I was like, I don't know, like in a play or something or like studying really hard or like just like being total nerd. Um mm -hmm. So I imagine that I, I've had very rare opportunities to go to the movies in high school. I feel like it was either like you went with your friends or like the whole family went. And if the whole family went, it was like, we're going to go see Lord of the Rings or like we're going to go see like some like action adventure movie that's like a big blockbuster hit. Like we're not going to go see the holiday. Like getting my dad to go see the holiday would be just such a feat on a joyous <laughs> occasion. But I, I don't I don't see that have happening. Um, so I think that perhaps the first time I saw the holiday was when it came out, like after it had been released on DVD and I just, you know, was a sucker for a good, a good rom-com. And, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to get this. And I probably paid money to like download it or something like in like 2006, like off iTunes, like when that was like just starting to happen. 
I actually did go see this movie in theaters. I have an aunt who really loves Christmas. And so so I went to go. Yeah, I know. And so I went to go see this movie with her. And I remember enjoying it a lot. Um, But then I don't think I saw it for probably another four or five years um, until I. I have a tradition with that aunt where I help her decorate her Christmas cookies every year mm-hmm. and she had it on the TV and I was like, Oh, this is good. Um, yeah. I feel like the holiday is really my like adulthood favorite Christmas movie. Um, the elf is my like all time favorite movie, all time favorite Christmas movie. Um, high school, Haley, early twenties, Haley loves love actually. Yeah. Of um, course, I actually of haven't course. watched love actually in about like two years. Cause that's just not really where I'm at right now. The holidays where <laughs> I I'm also at. sort of wore myself, wore myself a little thin on love actually. Like I would watch it like all the time, like not even just at mm-hmm. Christmas. So I feel like maybe I, overdid it and now you know with the holiday I, I I hope I don't get to that point because I love it so so very much but um yeah I see that you know maybe I'll like um censor myself and be like you can only watch this at Christmas Angela please don't watch this any time of the year um but yeah but the thing about the holidays it's not a super Christmas forward movie no it's really not so you have to be very careful about overdoing it like you could easily watch this in June and and not be that like oh I can't wait until Christmas because it's very like it's almost like a subplot that it's even Christmas like the holiday isn't even about the holiday of Christmas it's about this like vacation that these two women went on yeah we're burying the lead so much here but oh yeah yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) we're doing a movie review so yeah that's true I mean I feel like so okay so yeah so my experience with the holiday is very similar I definitely went and saw it like when it came out most likely like not in the theaters but afterwards and and liked it enjoyed it and really liked it but then I do remember being in college and then re-experiencing it and being in college like you're just like so hopeless romantic about everything because life is just like (laughs) yeah that's very true an endless box of like Valentine's Day chocolates you bought yourself like it's just and you actually have like hope for your future when you're in college you do you're just like I just like uh, but you also don't at the same time you're like my life is terrible you're like nobody will ever love me and also like who's gonna go out with me on this Friday night to this house party like you know so it's just all it's so much so many hormones so I love the holiday and I feel like that's definitely what like my like connection to it is it's just like I was just like I'm sure I had like some like somebody I was like pining after I don't even probably not but like I felt like I should or like I was like totally in the iris of it all um but yeah I mean I feel like they just compiled the best people ever to be in this movie so the list here's the cast of characters before we get into the plot um Cameron Diaz plays Money. Yeah, so she plays Amanda, who is a Amanda Woods, a workaholic living in Los Angeles who cuts movie trailers for a living. Kate Winslet, the other star of the movie, Iris Simpkins, uh, plays a columnist slash editor from the Daily Telegraph in London who um, is just such a hopeless romantic and is in love with a co-worker and just can't, like, get over that. And those are your two really pivotal characters to follow. And then you have the two male characters who are Jude Law, who just, like, this is probably the pivot, like, the, the climax of his career, in my opinion. Like, it Everything was, after it was this Jude was Law just, time. Yeah, 
everything after this for me was just never lived up. Um, I don't know if I could even name a movie he was in after this. Me neither. Or before, frankly. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but yeah, Jude Law plays Graham, who just happens to be uh, Iris's brother, the Caitlin Winslet character. And uh, he, uh, you know, spoiler alerts for anybody who hasn't watched The Holiday, is going to But be again, the... we told you to pause it and watch it, so yeah, what are so... you doing? Totally. He's going to be the one who sort of gets in cahoots with Amanda and then Jack Black, who plays a, um, I guess you could say movie score composer, uh, is in the L.A. scene with the Iris character. But we'll get into more details about that. But we have Jack Black, Jude Law, Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz, and then we have a few other people, you know, just sort of on the the sidelines. But um, overall, those four are your, your main your main targets to keep an eye on, you know, as we go through the movie. And I think this was the height of Jack Black's career, too, right? I know. I mentioned, so, I mean, for anybody who doesn't, you know, I, ideally people listening to this are already familiar with myself and Haley, but um, hi, I'm Angela Bloom, and I am 28 years old, and I have a husband, and he is an active podcaster. Uh, but he does not watch romantic comedies. So uh, Mike Bloom, when I told him that Jack Black was in this movie, just guffawed at me. Like, do what? Like, he can't be in a romantic comedy. That's absurd. Yeah. Like, I feel like he was at the height of his career, but he was making things like Kung Fu Panda, you know? like Yeah, like, this was the... F- and Nacho Libre. Like, this was the first time Jack Black was in a movie like this where he wasn't being an over-the-top character. And I think everyone was like what jack black is in a movie like this this is crazy yeah, so it's like an actual human it was insane yeah yeah and i guess like we should like at some point like introduce ourselves in in a, in a more thorough fashion but we're just my name's Haley strong and i don't have a husband <laughs> no but you have a boyfriend i mean it counts well, whatever yeah he's not listening to this so true <laughs> i doubt the husband is either he hasn't seen the holiday e- either, and I was kind of shocked um, because um, my paramour, Ethan, he is very into Christmas movies. He loves them all, um, but he hasn't seen this one. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I this is like blasphemy, but I don't think it's an A-list movie. I don't think a lot of people have seen it. Like, but I, I feel like it's had a renaissance in the last couple of years, I w- I where everyone's so. like finally appreciating. I mean, the glory of the holiday. They really need to. Anyway, we're gonna break it. We're gonna break it down for y'all. Um, why don't you take it away, Haley? Because I feel like you just sort of have like a good, a good way of like synopsizing things, and <laughs> well, I just we'll like droll on. I just like droll on because I get I get stuck in the I get stuck in the weeds on the deets on the details. <laughs> so we open the movie actually with Jack Black. Shockingly enough, um, he's composing some sort of score. And then we see other people. Yeah, for like a um, classic Jane Austen movie, which was like <laughs> just like right up my alley too. Yeah, and then I think I think what happens next is we see Cameron Diaz in her at home studio with the Catherine Hahn character and the John Krasinski character. Yes. Again, John Krasinski. Height of his career right there. Like he was he was a good get. Even for just like this tiny little role anyways they're cutting a trailer the movie featuring um lindsey lohan and james franco honestly this movie is worth it for that trailer i promise i think we skipped like a ton of stuff but that's fine we can go back but doesn't he doesn't cameron figure out oh yeah you're right you're right it's the movie starts with iris because she's rapping so the movie's like 
the whole movie is about how like love is blind like you just don't know when it's gonna hit you but you also don't know when it's terrible so i am not wrong about this movie opening up with jack black though no you're not no because they go through they go through all the characters they do like an opening scene with jack black and then cameron looks at um what's his name edward burns like the guy who plays ethan her like terrible husband or her terrible boyfriend who's been cheating on her with her secretary and then it's like over it all like kate winslet is talking and she's and Jude, Jude law like eyes some random co-ed in a bar and like, then we see co-ed. we see and he was not bring chicken <laughs> no not at all and then we see like an older man like looking at his wife as he goes to bed like his like a picture of her who like she's clearly passed away and that's gonna be arthur later in the movie it's like all a montage and then we sort of end on kate winslet and she's like right. and then she's like love is blind and then she like wraps a gift for ja- for jasper who, who is the actual like worst and then she's like that's it and then so she like puts the gift in her drawer and then we just get like a poop ton of exposition from iris's friend about her relationship with jasper and and then and then we meet jasper so kate winslet is working away in her office right um and it's clearly the office christmas party day so jasper comes in is like all right come along to the party and then then she gives him the present is that correct yeah because he he comes in he's like he's like why are you working so hard like you're like you're the best like you're just the greatest and like she's just like oh go on and then he he's just like oh i got you a christmas present she's like oh that's convenient i got you one too and then he's like oh darling like i don't have it with me like uh, i'm sure i've put it somewhere like he clearly like doesn't have a christmas present for her because he's just this like, relationship is just unbelievably it's disgusting to me. it's disgusting yeah. <laughs> like and so- he also says things to her like like, uh, do you remember that little red bikini? Or like, I know Ew. you're gonna yeah, look he's such, hot he's such in a, it. He's such a skis. It looks yeah, like he, he hasn't shampooed his hair oh, in about God, three yeah, years. So his this is also the most tragic part about Jasper. His last name is Bloom. Oh my God! It's oh my tragic. God! Bloom. I share Beautiful. a last name with this with this devil man. But yeah, so he's like totally leading her on. He just they clearly so like on leading her on. Yeah, because. Because we get to this scene um, where the boss of the company has an announcement to make. Very quickly. And then, then, like, yeah, and then he's like, oh, yeah, we're here to celebrate the engagement of two of our employees, Jasper Bloom and whatever this girl's name is. And then Kate Winslet just, like, breaks down, which is A, understandable, but B, like, you had no idea. Like, what? Like, come on. This. Sarah had to have been in the picture for like at least a minimum year. six months. Yeah, right. I, I said a year, but I mean, yeah, six months is probably well, that, more accurate. Sense, but this guy seems like a weirdo. So, oh god, it's so terrible too. Yeah. So he just like, yeah, and her face is just so sad. Kate Winslet, I will say, is a pretty stellar actress in this movie. I feel like she could have phoned it in hardcore, you know, like some of the other people do, and we'll get to that. But she doesn't. She just, like, puts all of the effort in the world that, like, she the same amount of effort she puts into something like Titanic, she put into this. <laughs> like, it is Titanic-level acting. Oh, my God. You're so correct. But also, Jasper, like, you couldn't have warned a girl. Nope. Maybe. And maybe like, coming into her in, office before you... right before and being like, I got you a Christmas present. You're going to look hot in it. Like, no, you're not. Because I'm not going to give it to you because I'm, oh, right, I'm getting engaged. 
Anyway, there's like an incredibly sad oversong as we see the world's worst commute because Iris commutes home to Surrey where she lives in a cottage with her dog. And like beautiful cottage. Beautiful but like dog. apparently like a thousand million like minutes away from London. Her- yeah, let's I'm gonna Google map this. Okay, give me give it me looks three like seconds. the commute is buck wild. Like just so hard like is this a weekend cottage for her or like does she is she not at the london office very often i don't know i couldn't tell you but anyway while you're googling that and then we transition to amanda's life yeah i was gonna say then back in america we pan onto ethan who is okay apparently it's only half an hour i don't know about that they made it seem quite long (laughs) yeah you would think no it says on the train, it's about half an hour. Driving, it's about 53 minutes. So perhaps her walk from the train was was longer because I do think her cottage is a little far removed. So it's like she has to walk a long way. And that's like, I don't know, because they do make a point like throughout the entire rest of the movie, how far her cottage is from like any road. And it's like, I don't seems doesn't seem that realistic if she's commuting to London every day. But yeah, we're in America, and Ethan wakes up on the couch because him and Cameron Diaz's character, Amanda Woods, um, are having, like, a fight, a.k.a. Cameron Diaz is, like, bad acting all over him um, because he's cheating on Amanda. <laughs> like, this is going to be me, like, bashing Cameron Diaz. Are you Diaz's not act. a Cameron Diaz fan? I am, but she, like, they clearly filmed this in sequential order because she needed to warm up because she is so bad in this first scene. Like, the acting is just, like, so forced. Whereas in later scenes, I really don't have a problem with her. Like, when she's with Jude Maybe she just doesn't have natural chemistry with Ethan. Yeah, that or, like, she didn't connect with the script. It was just, it's just really (laughs) bad. Like, even when she's just like, oh, you have to get out of here. Like, she just, like, it's just so bad. But anyway, she is storming, like, down the stairs. And she's, like, she's saying she can't cry. And, you know, because she's never cried before. But he's, whatever. She gets him to admit that, like, he cheated on her with his secretary. um, And then she punches him. Which is a little extreme, but little extreme, and um, assault. Although I do really like that actor. He's been in like a lot of random stuff. He was the the guy that um, Catherine Heigl is in love with in Twenty Seven Dresses. He's her. Oh boss. my god, he's right. That's where right. Yeah, and he's like also in a random movie, like like a sci fi movie I watched at one time, and like just a bunch of other stuff. Um, but he's like always like side the character, like never main character. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then they, that's then now we're to the trailer scene. Take it away. Okay, sorry. Now we're here. Um, Amanda kind of has a breakdown. They do the trailer. Then she tells them she wants to go on vacation. You're gonna take Christmas off. And and Catherine Hahn and John Krasinski laugh at her and be like, "What are you talking about? Like, we never have vacation. You have like an office in your house, so you never have to be not working." And she's like, "No, we're doing it. We're having a vacation." She um, <laughs> She's like a huge speed about a speech about like women and like how they're like like feminist issues. Like they just like throw that in there. Like towards the end of her like talk about why she needs to take a vacation. She's like like men have it so easy and she like goes off on like kind of funny. This is the leading cause of wrinkles. So Ethan's yeah. gonna be hot and I'm gonna be like dead. Yeah, and you're just like, Okay. They just toss sure. that in there. <laughs> That's an overreaction, but yeah. okay, we're doing okay, Cameron. <clears throat> so um so then she Googles um, vacation. 
told. Yeah, this was like the most Buckwild part of the movie for me. So I feel like she, like this was very, very clearly 2006 for me. She just like types into Google like good vacation spots. Like, like in no way and form would you do that nowadays because all you're gonna find are like sketchy AF places. Like and ads. <laughs> And ads, yeah. So For like those she, sketchy ass places. And all of a sudden, she's she the place she clicks on is called worryfreevacations.com. Like, yeah, that sounds like a setup. I'm worried about that. I was like, yeah, like, no thanks. <laughs> anyway, we like segment back over. So she clicks on that and she's like, where are we going to go? I'm going to go somewhere where they speak English. And then I'm she's not like, going to Fiji by myself. Or yeah, wherever. she like cycles through all these things. Anyway, she lands on England. Clearly, she's going to Home rentals. Yeah, clearly the cottage, the most picturesque cottage 30 minutes from London is the one she goes for. So she messages her and then we do and then we do a quick shot to Iris, who is in the process of trying to kill herself. Yeah, she like all of a sudden is like sniffing gas. And then then she's just like then she turns it off. She's like low point. And she like yells low point. And it's like, I think it was a little bit more than a low point, Iris. Like that was like a very morbid super morbid moment yeah and it's like the ding from the message is snaps her out of it so cameron diaz saved her life essentially is what we're getting at um although i will say that cameron is wearing such an absurd outfit in this scene she's like all in white like this like linen outfit and iris is like bundled up in a bathrobe like sniffing gas it's like cool (laughs) like (laughs) like i think i'll take amanda's life for for sure um, anyway, they switch places. Yeah, they talk like a little Friday. bit, and then they switch. And they're like, oh, when do you want to switch? And Iris suggests tomorrow. And Cameron Another Diaz... Another 2006-ism, like, I think. Yeah, it was like, yeah, sure, sounds good. Um, I can't imagine how expensive a tomorrow flight from L.A. to London is. Um, for I Iris, guess, for sure. Yeah, Amanda's loaded. That's fair to yeah. say. And she probably has, like, miles and can, like, get on a flight whenever she wants. But, like, it seems like Iris is, like like has a fine job but like she's probably like an average human like she can't like like that's like a a couple thousand dollars like but I guess like if she planned on taking a vacation and the rest of it is like fully funded by Amanda like then maybe she can like splurge on the plane ticket yeah I guess because they're not paying to stay really yeah like I would love to be sort of put up by Amanda in LA like if she has openings in her Airbnb I will be booking but like free B and D, yeah, Air Airbnb free. Yeah, there we go. That's it. You nailed it. So, um, where, where do we start? We start with uh, Cameron in England, right? We see her on the plane. She's trying to relax, but then her like movie yeah, trailer yeah. voice is in her head saying how like she's gonna die alone or something because yeah, we sort of glossed over this portion but when john krasinski and and katherine hahn are like talking to her about how busy her life is she's cutting a trailer for like some sort of like action movie starring um starring Lindsay lohan and um, james franco and james franco so and the but it's like the voiceover is like the classic voiceover like they didn't see it coming but he was right there all along. So the rest of the movie, like Amanda, everything she does is like, like voiceover like, voiceover guy, like telling her like Amanda, Amanda Woods finds love in the worst place. You know, it's like, so she has like a voiceover in her head telling her to like relax. But um, yeah, so she... she also has like nine books on her 
um, side table on the yeah. plane, which is like just too many to be able to get through. And, um, 12 hour flight totally and i feel like she also like mentioned it very briefly in one of her in one of her in her talk with john krasinski and Catherine Hahn. like i want to read books like i didn't think that meant like all the books yeah every <laughs> book within a certain amount of time yeah um and then so there's like a montage of like both of them on the flight and like very clearly like uh amanda's rich and iris isn't because she's like in like first class like like packing it up like laying down and then iris is like in between these like older two women who are just like like making it like the world's worst flight from london to new york to la um but yeah so amanda gets to england and then she takes a cab to from the airport to iris's home but like the cab driver was like kind of full of it he was like like i'm calling bs on him not being able to get down that road yeah he just didn't want to try and would you be like, hey, woman, drag your suitcase no. down that road? That like, no, like you're going to get a terrible review. Like, I'm paying you to drive me to the front door of this house. Do it. But yeah, so she gets out of the cab in the middle of nowhere and, like, has to drive her suitcase down the road. And then she, like, gets into the house and is sort of overwhelmed because it's so tiny and the bathtub is so small. But I will say that I studied abroad in England for four months in 2009, which is fairly around this time i guess um british bathtubs are weird though like they don't really tell tell me okay so it's just kind of like yeah so when i was studying abroad like the one in my dorm room because i stayed in a dorm because i was at a college like in our flat it was just a shower like i didn't have a bathtub so that was fine but like i like a like a standing shower um, but when I visited somebody's apartment, like somebody's house for, I went home with somebody over the weekend, like a girl, um, they have this thing called reading week, which is kind of like a, like a break from college. Yeah. That's what we call it too. We call it yeah. like in Canada. We call it a reading week. Yeah. So they have reading week. Yeah. So they have reading week. And so I, I didn't like, I didn't have anything to do because like I didn't live there. So I went home for one of the weekends with like one of the girls to like with a bunch of other people just to like see her hometown and like her mom was going to like. He, like put us up and like we'd meet with some of our friends and like so we stayed in her family home and like I to take a shower like the bathtub like doesn't have like a shower head it just has like a bathtub and then like uh, like a hose with like the head but it doesn't like stand up anywhere so I was right. like totally confused about it. I was like am I supposed to like take a bath here like no I'm not doing that that's so weird so anyway British bathtubs are weird I don't know if they're weird across the, the country but in my experience, I had that ex- the same Amanda Woods. Like, that'll be interesting. But I also think that was a particularly tiny bathtub, which I think can be true if you're in, like, an older home because it's, like, the older the home is, like, the less extravagant it was because that's just, like, what it was. But mm-hmm. but I saw um, some. I saw – I can't remember when it was or what the link was, but it was, like, this is how much uh, – Iris's house would cost today and it was like two million dollars or something absurd. oh I'm sure I'm sure because it's like really close to London and it's beautiful like and she has all this land yeah um but they also like <laughs> they they point out that like she has like 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 Amanda's kind of like shitting on her house she's just like saying like this is like not not a good house <laughs> which is not the case Can't no. Amanda don't be so know. high on your own D. And she wanted to go somewhere remote. Like, she could have <laughs> yeah. picked Bali. She clearly has the money. I don't know. Amanda kind of annoys me for the first half of this movie. I, I just get, like, very fed up with this whole, like, I'm stressed out, but I, like, can't relax character. 
but mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's fine. Um, also, side note, she does decide we need to go get something to drink. Like we need to go get some wine, which I think you and I can both relate to. We love our uh, wine. Yeah, I put I put some um, cream whiskey in my ice cap before mm. starting the podcast. So that's cream that's whiskey. Yeah, it's like that it's like Bailey's, fun. but super delicious. That's very holiday spirity. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we are talking I, about the holiday after all. So true, so true. But I will say, um, do they let people drive in England if you don't have a license? Like, who let her have that car? Not I, sure. Okay, so people who are living in England and listen to this podcast are going to have, like, a tweet thread of how many like, things we got wrong about their country. <laughs> yeah, or, like, questions we have. Like, are your bathtubs actually small, and do they have shower heads that hang up? Um, can you drive in your country uh if you're from another country without a license like can you take like can you just rent a car um like they don't see why not right they drive on the wrong side the different not the wrong side the other side of the road so they're on the left side of the road we're we drive on the right side of the road so but it it could just be like well as long as you stay on the the side of the road that you're supposed to it's not a big deal like like cars it would it's it would be a real trip yeah i would feel like i wouldn't be able to do it my theory is that Iris has a car and Cameron Diaz's character just like was like oh Iris has a car sweet I'm just gonna take this car out nobody's gonna stop me so she's like and she didn't rent it like she just like had the car there because like who would rent her a car and did Iris leave instructions for Amanda about how to take care of this dog um yeah that was the other thing like the puppy's super cute but she doesn't seem to miss it like Okay, another thing our listeners, for future reference, need to know. I have a really cute dog. Her name is Lily, and um, I was away for the past three days, and I missed her terribly. Like, it was a problem. Like, if I was going to go for two weeks, I would not have just left her with some stranger. Like, she has a brother who lives right there. And especially for, like, at least probably... 14 to 15 hours of travel had to happen in between so is this yeah. dog on its own just like chilling. did Jude Law come feed it like, no because he didn't when she left that's like, true great point like I just feel like if I had a brother that lived that close and like it's like we're supposed to think that her brother's some sort of and we'll get to this of course her brother's some sort of like Lothario like just like sleeping around but like no he's not like he is like a completely irresponsible dude so just put the dog in his house with like the rest. Apparently he has a cow there anyway. Like he can take <laughs> care of it. I don't know. Anyway, Cameron Diaz lights a fire, which was surprising. I didn't think she had that kind of tactile ability. Um, and then she dances to the killers, which again is Been very there. poignant to the time. Um, <clears throat> and then she starts like, yeah, like just feeling really bored, I think. Right. And just like, that's it. I'm over it. But then she has like, she has like a breakdown. Yeah. Um, where she like wants to leave yes yeah, so that's what i mean like she's like she's like running around like trying to do things and then she's just like no this isn't right so she packs her suitcases up and that's and then we go to kate winslet who is like living it up she's it like up. she's she's having the best time of her life she's like i don't even have to leave this house for their vacation because this yeah. is the best house i've ever seen it has this a pool be- i mean her reaction when she walks in the house is like a hundo percent what i would do mm-hmm. just like have like a complete freak out because it's that amazing it is a great house and she and she jumps on the bed which is something yeah. everyone does when they go into yeah. a hotel for sure 
Plus, she knows how to swim in this movie, so there's that's a good thing. Wow, you are not holding back today. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> kidding. Uh, and then, and then she hears the phone ring, so she tries to answer it, and it's Miles, aka Jack Black, um, who is at the door to pick up some of Ethan's things that were left behind, and they become friends because they work together. Yeah, and um, Jack Black girlfriend maggie is there and we learn later maggie is not all she's cracked up to be but we'll get there but i think this is like a really cute moment though i really i wrote this down because i really like this where like there's the santa anna santa anna winds where there's like a little bit of sand blows into iris's eye and he like pulls it out of her eyelash in a really cute <laughs> way i found that to be just like very odd but i this is I a like great it. movie for jack black it is like I. It's like very endearing the way he like interacts with Kate Winslet. Mm-hmm. They had great chemistry, um, and she also is just so ignorant to the whole LA scene. Like when he says he's a movie composer, and there's like, um, there's music playing in the background. She's like, "Did you write this?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, I wrote this." But it's like um, John Williams in the background, and he's like, "No, no, no, no. I'm just kidding." Like, <laughs> she's like, "Really?" it's just really funny and then we see in the background again like as soon as they leave so they leave she says like i can't let you in like i don't know um this is in my house so like come back tomorrow like i'll just ask amanda it'll be cool and so then we see in the background um arthur who is like an older gentleman uh neighbor walk by so we'll get more from him later but yeah and meanwhile in england graham knocks on the door and is surprised to find amanda there as you would be if you knocked on your sister's house and a strange woman would answer the door. It was like 3 a.m., um, so. Yeah, and then they make out and do it. That's like the shortest synopsis of this scene, but yeah, that that's exactly what happens. <laughs> Iris's brother Graham knocks on the door because he has to go to the bathroom because he's been out drinking because apparently he just goes drinking uh, on weeknights uh, out by the pub. Uh, and then... Uh, Iris will put him up. And is this pub super, super close to Iris's house? Like, I thought she lived out in the middle of nowhere. Exactly. Like, I guess there's, like, a little town there. Um, And then Graham comes in and, like, uh, Amanda fixes her hair because she's like, oh, man, I asked Iris if there were any dudes in this town, and she said no. But she forgot about her brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's like, are you married? Which is just, like, really great, solid banter, guys. And she's like, do I look not married? And he's like, no, not at all. Like, just like very, <laughs> just terrible, terrible writing. But um, they they perform it well. Um, mm-hmm. And she's like, okay. But the weirdest part about this whole thing is that she agrees to let him stay in the house. Like, before they, like, kiss and hook up. Like, she agrees to let this strange man. Like, I know he told her that he was Iris's brother. But she didn't <laughs> yeah, confirm but any of you this. You don't know. I didn't see a passport. No, and so she's like, yeah, it's fine. You can stay. And she like starts telling him about how she broke up with this guy, and she just feels super alone, and she thought like if she came to another country, she'd feel less alone, but she's never felt more alone. And, and he's just like, the room is spinning for him because he's wasted, so he just like kisses her. Um, and then they do it because um, she says, why not? Because she's on vacation, and she says, you're supposed to vacate your life and do the unexpected. Um and then she also says she isn't good at the sex. So because her ex-boyfriend told her that, <laughs> which is buckwild. Um 
and rude, but okay. So rude. He also like there's this awkward moment where she like starts like being like coy and like like bringing him upstairs, and he's like, "You're already better than you think." And just the way he says it is move us. Okay, I need to move on. A little weird. Um. Anyway, so next morning, um, Graham puts on his glasses, and he's like completely different person. He's like a normal like not Lothario anymore. He's just like very like um just like a normal normal dude um plugs in the coffee machine for for her which is like its own special kind of awkward um but then his phone rings and she sees the name on it and it's sophie and for some reason she's like oh sophie it's sorry i looked at your phone like okay you could have just like handed it to him and like not said that you looked at it but anyway yeah but she has no she has no chill she really doesn't anyway she's like i'm not gonna fall in love with you by the way and then there was 10 minutes of them about how they weren't going to fall in love with each other before he leaves. Spoiler and then he, alert. Yeah. And then he comes back. He's like, it's like a whole like 10 minute conversation. And then they're like, nope, like this is it. This is the last we're ever going to see of each other. It's like, and then it continues on for another 10 minutes of that. And then he comes back and he's like, but what if I wanted to call you? Like, what? What? Like, you just had this whole long conversation about how neither of you were going to see each other again. Oh, romance. Such a fickle beast. <laughs> and then she pretends she's going to leave and she goes, gets to the, the airport and everything. The trailer and voice. <laughs> security's checking her ticket. And then she's like, you know what? Nah, I want to go make out with him some more. I mean, so she call. does. I think that was a good call. I think that yeah, was probably just... the best call. I think she probably waited too long, actually. I don't know why she went all the way to the airport. But probably also wasted a good chunk of money on that ticket. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> that ends the the cost of get to the airport. Like she probably bought coffee while she was there. She was probably sitting around for a while. Like I'm sorry, she knew she was going to turn around. When you make that kind of a decision, like yeah. you already know it, it's it's been in your head for a couple minutes. Yeah. It's not just like a, oh totally. I'm changing. Uh, so they go back and sh- they go for dinner. Oh yeah. So he earlier in the scene he was just like. Um, well, if you do decide to stay, I'm going to be at the pub with some friends later, you know, you can come find me. So he's like kind of looking for her when he gets there and he doesn't see her. So he's sad. But then all of a sudden he turns around and she's there and both of their faces light up. And it's like a really, really good moment. Like it makes me really happy. Like I get mm-hmm. really excited. Um, but then we, so yeah, we can tell like they're gonna do it again. They're anyway. going, they're definitely going to do it once and sleep together twice, at least. At least. At least. Um, and then we sort of go back to Iris, who is like getting into her own groove. She had put down the blinds in Amanda's house because Amanda has these like blackout screens, um, which again is like another Amanda Woods, like for the win. Um, and then she starts like doing a little dance montage, like playing some solid guitar pillow, but then Jasper calls and he ruins everything. Fucking typical Jasper. He sucks. He just, he just ruins everything. And He's this so bad. Is when he says, did you put on that little red bikini yet? And it's genuinely creepy. Kill me. Um, and then he like sends her is like, oh, I'm sending you this script for you to read because I'm the worst. She's like, oh, okay. Like, okay, sure. Yeah, it's like his, like, pages for his book or something that he's been writing forever. And he's just like, you know I need you, little pumpkin. Like, oh, my, my little, you're my little, uh, my little, like, secret weapon. Like, ugh, He's the worst kind he of tool. Really, like, he really is. Um, and then as soon as, like, 
he says that Iris's like mojo completely goes away and she just like falls back into bed and it's so upsetting. Um, but that's okay because later she's out driving and she sees the old man again. Um, and he's like super confused and like walking around because he's an old man and he just like doesn't know where he is. Um, and Iris is like, can I give you a ride home? And he's just like, do you know where I live? Because I don't. And he's like, super <laughs> funny. Um, Great char- like probably one of the best characters. No, I love Arthur. the best character. He's so good. I feel so like good. as soon as she meets Arthur, the movie just like really hits his stride. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so she she's in the car with him and he's asking her all these questions like, where are you from in England? And he's like, he's a writer. He knows this stuff. And he's like, Cary Grant was from Surrey. He tells her about meat cutes and how like like men's and women's like pajamas, like the men will buy a top, the women will buy the bottom and they'll be like, oh, I need the top. Oh, I need the bottom. And that's a meat cute. And like, I feel like earlier in the movie when when Miles took the stone out of her eye, that was their meat cute. Ooh, great point. I know, because I love this movie. I've analyzed it. Um, and, and then they become friends, and, you know, he gives her some movie recommendations, which yeah. she takes him up on. Um, they form this really adorable friendship. Um, and then in this time, Iris gets closer with Miles. Totally. And, yeah, and we and sort of because... find out that, like, that Arthur's, like, some, like, really legit, like, writer. He has, like, all these awards, and he's, like, really well-known. Um, and, like, Miles is like super into that as well yeah and miles's girlfriend is away shooting a movie uh so then they yeah so then they like hang out and stuff and they watch movies together but then miles sees his girlfriend maggie walking past the movie store and so he runs out and you mean the blockbuster oh yeah sorry another representation (laughs) in 2006 2006 Rest in peace, Blockbuster. Um, So then that scene kind of ends with him like being upset and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, And at some point, at some point, we go back to not yet. Yeah. Honestly, this whole thing, like, yeah, you, you, we're sort of summarizing, we're sort of like speeding it up a little bit because there's a lot going on here. But like, yeah, overall, like Miles and Iris like connect a lot because like they're having so much fun with like the old man gang. Like they're like these guys are like retired. They come over for Hanukkah. They eat pasta. They're like are learning about Arthur's life. Like Arthur's amazing. Um, Iris finds out that like Arthur like this the screenwriters guild wants to throw like a a banquet or like a award ceremony in in honor of Arthur because he is just so legit but Arthur's like no I don't want to do that because I don't want to be embarrassed like nobody show up but she's like no we're doing it I'm gonna get back into shape and Miles and her like commit to that so they've just been like working with Arthur and like that's and then like all of a sudden Maggie they find out about Maggie and Maggie's cheating on him and it's terrible but, like, back in England, Amanda and Graham, like, wake up, like, a little hungover and she's a little shy because, like, she was apparently unconscious and, like, begged him to stay. But, like, they didn't do anything. Like, he swears. And he says he just wants to get to know her. So they go out on a date. Uh, and she goes out on a date in the most ridiculous outfit. And, like, he – she basically, like, interviews him in, like, the most at- intense way. She's like, what are your hopes and dreams? What are your life? Like, what, what do you, you want to do? Be when you what are your up? parents like? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then he's just like, okay, slow down there. Like, like, let me ask you some questions. And like, this is when we find out that her parents were divorced. Yeah. Um, and this is the reason why she can't cry is because her parents got divorced when she was in high school. Uh, she didn't see it coming. Yeah, they used to call each other the Three Musketeers. They were like super tight. And now she doesn't really see either of them. Um, seems extreme, Amanda. 
but you seem like an extreme gal. So yeah, she's all I'll, into the I'll let it slide. Um, so then they go home, and then Amanda wants to surprise Graham. So she shows up at his house, and he's yeah. he's kind of shocked and like isn't really opening the door. And she's totally. like, "Oh God, I'll leave." Um, like there's another woman here, and then he, he she hears a voice, and it's a little girl who comes to the door and is like. Daddy, who's here? Who's here, Daddy? And your heart explodes. <laughs> like the <laughs> cutest child. And then another really adorable child comes. And yeah, you basically find out Sophie and Olivia are not women. They're his daughters. Like he's <laughs> been like fielding calls from like two small children because he's a single dad. Like, and it's like, then you're just like, you're all in on the holiday and you're never getting out. Basically uh, is what happens. And then Amanda asks the fair question of, uh, so why did like, you, are you married? about this when we were having a conversation about our lives yeah. and stuff i mean fair question like, yeah oh, i just didn't want to get it too complicated blah blah and they're like well we're way past complicated blah 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 yeah anyways super hot yeah. chocolate and a little lay down in the the best i'm sorry did you just skip mr napkin head yeah i did i did <laughs> um because i get a little bit of secondhand embarrassment from this mr yeah, napkin mr napkin is a little rough like, Sex symbol Jude Law is like, I'm Mr. Napkin, blah, blah, blah. I've got a napkin on my face. But he's a really good dad. I guess And then I like how he teaches us that smoking is really bad for you. Yeah. Again, 2006. (laughs) Um, But anyway, Sophie and Olivia tell Amanda that she looks like her Barbie and that she can sleep over if she wants to um, because they're just like, they like having another woman in the house. And then Barry kiss. Oh, yeah, uh, he's widowed, not married. So. Yeah, because he... We skipped um, over that part. Yeah, because his wife passed away, which is really sad. Um, but it's super complicated now because they're from two different lives uh, and two different worlds where she's like super famous trailer cutter and he has a cow and is a single dad. And it's just like super complicated and they only have nine days left before she has to go home. Um, anyway, that's about it. Um, so... Let's hop over the pond again, yeah. I was just going to say, Graham and Iris finally have a phone call. <laughs> like, we finally hear from the brother and sister who really tied this film together. So they finally have a phone call, and it just becomes the most, like, ridiculous high school, middle school, three-way phone conference from hell. Um, because they're asking each other, basically, Graham and Amanda both call Iris at the same time to ask about each other, which is just really strange because it makes sense for Graham to call Iris, but it really does not make sense for Amanda to call Iris because Amanda does not know Iris and they're not best friends. Yeah, um, but I guess it's more like, oh, so how's the house treating you? Is yeah, everything okay? Oh, also, uh, what's your brother up to? Right. Yeah. So we find out, Amanda finds out that like they slept together and it's like, She's like totally not on board with it. I mean, she's like, how, he how told did you he had sex? Oh, yeah. sorry. I think that she's more upset that Graham like went over there and like hooked up with her. Like not like she just wanted her to like enjoy her time there. So she's like mad that she like might get a bad review on her like BNB Airbnb page. Still me. <laughs> like that's probably my favorite scene in the movie. Totally. <laughs> um. Still me. <laughs> me. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm going to give you a call back. Yeah. And then we sort of, we glossed over this before, but basically Miles, um, after they broke up with Maggie, 
um he comes back to iris's house and they sort of connect on a deeper level and they have christmas fettuccine i need to start a tradition of christmas fettuccine i mean i'm go i i like i'm down i'm down to clown with christmas fettuccine um but she basically tells him she knows how he feels because she understands feeling as small and is insignificant as humanly possible um and that speech is literally heartbreaking because she's just like i know how it feels to feel like because jasper is the worst yeah and i feel like that's when they truly like do connect like they've been sort of like jiving and like feeling good about each other but like now that he knows that maggie's terrible like he does see iris as somebody that like he could really like fall for um and so graham comes to see amanda again and they hook up and then we find we're back with miles and Iris and they're writing a theme for Arthur for when he goes out on the stage, um, which is really great. Um, I mean, basically, like the rest of this like whole movie up until the like the thing with Arthur is Amanda and Graham talking about how they like really shouldn't get into a relationship because it's got to end because they're in love and it's sad. But, you know, like Imogen Heap has to play over us like breaking up. Because how could you feel anything in 2006 without Imogen? I mean, you really can't. It's also, I mean, it's you can. it's 2006. So really the internet is, it's it exists. I mean, if we were in high school, like we had it. But like iPhones weren't really a thing. Like it was really hard to have international relationships. I mean, we barely had Facebook. Facebook was really just for college. Like, um, like uh, the p- people I knew who had Facebook, like were only people who went, were in universities. So, I mean, the like the idea of dating somebody across like a like in another country like uh, pretty unrealistic so i feel like they just like amanda continuously is like we can't be together and he's just like uh i love you and she's like no we can't be together and he's like "Mm, but i'm in love with you it's like okay all right i get it but also all these points um yeah they think amanda's making some great points here um, Agreed. That are never really cleared up by the end of the movie, by the way. Like, we never, no. we never really no. get the logistics of how any of this is going to work post this movie. Yeah, it's very sad. I mean, I feel like I, I feel really happy at the end of the movie, but I also, like, the last time I watched this in preparation for this podcast, I was, like, I was, like, a little bit, like, hmm, I wonder what does happen. And I was, like, you know what? Not going to go there. Not, not going to worry about it. But yeah, so we're we're sort of bopping back and forth pretty quickly towards the end here. You know, Miles and Iris go for sushi and then Miles get a call, gets a call from Maggie because she wants to talk and she wants to make it work. And we get this like really funny scene where she's 100% putting on her actress face and telling him that she made a mistake. I'm so sorry. I'm so dumb. I was so stupid. He was I made a mistake. I thought he was something else, and he wasn't. And you're everything. And well, and he's just like whatever. Yeah, he just like doesn't see her the same way anymore. Clearly, um, but he went to go see her right before they're supposed to go to Arthur's event. So Iris is like, maybe he's not even going to show. But he does show up, and he Jack sits does down. not disappoint us in this movie. He does not. He shows up. He sits right down next to her. Oh and my he's god. Like, but we forgot. Where do we forget? Jasper shows up at, at Amanda's oh, house. Oh my god! Like, How could I Amanda's forget? Amanda's house that Iris is staying at, and was like calls her and is like, "Hey, I'm going to bring." I said, like, "No, I sent you a package." Yeah, check outside, and then he's standing at the door, and then they have a ew. It's so gross. Talk, and they are they almost make out, and then Iris is like, 
oh, so uh, you broke up with Sarah? And he's just like, well, not really. And then badass bitch Iris comes out and is like, oh, yeah? Well, get out. Go F yourself. I'm done with you. I'm not in love with you anymore. Get F yourself. And um, she's done with him. And at that moment, she's no longer in love with him. So you go, girl. Yeah, I feel like he, she just like had her awakening because he was like, I like I hated when you were gone and I don't I don't want to lose you. But it's like he doesn't want to lose like her like ability to be a good editor. And that's it. Mm-hmm. He likes to have he loves the strength, like the the hold he has on her. Jasper and Maggie are like the same. They just like were like <sighs> trying to turn up the acting. Oh, um, but yeah, she tells him off and um and she says, I think I have something resembling gumption. And oh, she like, slams the door in his face, best. and it's, like, glorious. And then she just goes to pick scene. up her, her real boyfriend, Arthur. Um, and he gets her a corsage, and it's really it's really stinking precious. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Don't even make me cry, because that was cutest. And then she's he's like, I'm sorry <laughs> if it's corny. And she goes, I'm looking for corny in my life. <laughs> and it kills magic um, but they go to his event and like a crap ton of people are there to see him so it's like really heartwarming and he um, can walk the stage by himself and then the music starts playing because miles showed up and everyone's oh. so happy because iris has miles is there and then he's like hey i want to see you again and she's like oh i leave before new year's and he's like what if i come to england for new year's I've and she's like been to england i've never even been to europe i know it's like oh, oh my break my heart and then they kiss. And then they kiss. Oh, um, and then they just like, they just like, all of a sudden it's New Year's. They just like, <laughs> let that's it. It's all of a sudden it's New Year's. Um, and Amanda and Graham. Oh, that's right. Amanda and Graham do say goodbye. And she's like, I forgot about this. Yeah. Amanda and Graham say goodbye. And she's like, she says, be seeing you. And they kiss. And it's pretty gut wrenching stuff because like, Jude Law is like sobbing and he's like in the house crying and then all of a sudden she's in the cab and she's like it's like just another like, voiceover I, I don't remember actually but she just starts crying and then she gets really excited that she's crying yeah. she hasn't cried since she was like 15 so then she she asks the cab to turn around and then he was about to and then she's like you know what never mind I'm just gonna run back which like, is so different Cameron. from the beginning uh, yeah. <laughs> but also don't do that yeah, you're wearing heels, girlfriend. Um, she goes back to Iris's house, and uh, Graham slash Jude Law is sobbing. And then yeah. they make out, probably do it again. Like, that's not clear, but um, from inferring what would happen, that's what happened. Yeah, it seems like that's pretty accurate. Yep. And then it's yep. New Year's. <laughs> and then it's New Year's. And then they're all dancing, and Cameron Diaz, for some reason, is not wearing a strapless bra with a strapless dress. She never which does. Is just brutal to me i think that she's one of those people like it's ever since the 90s she was always one of those people that like would wear just like those strap those like um straight across the top tube top type dresses without anything because she like is always like a little bit on the flatter chest side so can kind of get away with it which is great for her but in the movies i feel like not always the best not my jam but anyway it's new year's they're all together they're all in love they're, they're all like dancing. Dancing. They're kissing. Sophie and time. Olivia are there. Everyone's like super excited. Um, but yeah, we get no closure. I mean, like they're there for New Year's and like who knows. And then it, what? It's like Iris and Miles are clearly together. 
Graham and Amanda are clearly together, but like what's going to happen after New Year's? I don't know. I, we don't know. Um, in our head, um, I'm going to say both Miles and Amanda moved to England um, because Perfect. I feel like both of them could do their job from home. Yeah, from England too, right? Why not? Why not, eh? There's like, there's studios in England. There's like yeah. stuff happening there. I mean, I feel like Amanda's like rich enough to make that happen too. Like she could probably just stop working, honestly, for a while. Like, yeah, so that's in my head what's going on. Yeah. Um, I agree. I'm into that. Yeah, I feel like Amanda's like a workaholic and she like maybe just comes to terms with like she doesn't need to work anymore. And then she just like goes to the she goes to England and just like is like their new mom and like their life is amazing. And then like Miles moves to England or like Iris moves to L.A. and like writes for a newspaper in L.A. That would be cool, too. Ooh, interesting. Never thought about that one. Um, But yeah, so let's let's break it down. What? Um, what are your sort of feelings after watching it this year for the holiday? Um, I watched it a couple weeks ago, um, probably at the end of November. I was like scrolling through Netflix. I was like, yeah, I'm in the mood to watch the holiday. And I had, I had just forgotten how much I love that movie. And honestly, the next day I was scrolling through iTunes and I was like, I could watch the holiday again. Um, I didn't. I was close, but I didn't. Um, It just leaves me feeling good. It's just a fun movie. And like like I said at the beginning, like, I feel like this is really the Haley Strong as an adult loves this Christmas movie. Yeah. And there's just something about it that just works for me. Um, I'm really great at suspending my disbelief to watch a rom-com. I tend not to look at it from a very critical standpoint because I enjoy being joyful. Oh, of course. Yeah, no, we're not breaking this down for the, like, the critical of it all. I mean, in the beginning when when Cameron Diaz is bad acting, it's, like, definitely enjoyable in the fact that it's, like, so bad. But um, other than that, yeah, I mean, we're here for the love and we're here for the joy and we're here for that. That's about it. Like, like that's all I want from it. And a, rock, a rom-com is, like, so much of it is based on how good the meet-cutes are. And totally. we get three meet-cutes in this movie. So yeah. one is obviously... Uh, Amanda and Graham one is Iris and Miles but then we have which is a really fun relationship which we don't often see in in rom-coms which is the Iris and Arthur relationship which is just a purely platonic friendship and it's just wonderful to feel and I I love Iris's storyline in this um because both of her relationships yeah, and both of her relationships are very friendship-based. Yeah. Uh, like, Miles and her started off just... Like, she's not looking for anything. She's not forcing anything. She's just... She just wants to, like, live her life, and she wants to be a better, healthier person mentally, and, like, it just, she's so just happens... she's like, enjoying this weird new experience yeah. she's had. It's yeah. kind of like... She's someone who's obviously lived a very structured life, and for her to just be like, I'm just letting that all go, and I'm just taking things as they come for the next two weeks, it's just 100%. like, it's just, it's just a cool character to watch, because yeah, we do get some of the tropes, like, you know, a girl who's still in love with this guy who treats her bad, and blah, 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 and running away from her problems. Um, but they lean but, into that. Like, they're like, yeah, I have gumption now, and it's, like, funny. But it doesn't feel like a, a tired character no not at all 
And I think that's partially to do with Kate Winslet. I feel like if you didn't have Kate Winslet in this role, I don't know if it would be as, as successful of a character because she brings some sort of quality of just like natural endearment to it. And I think that that really helps um, push it forward because I, you mean like you could put somebody else in this and maybe it's just not as not as heartwarming you know uh, that actually brings up something interesting that i'd like to talk and think about if you were to cast this movie in 2017 oh boy. who would you who would you put as your more four main people so an english woman an english man an american man and an american woman oh my god i don't know that is such yeah. a hard that is such a hard do you have four people off the top of your head that you're like, already I, I, thinking? I don't i just think this question would be like kind of interesting to really good this is a really good question okay so let's start with our american woman because i do feel like we can think of that fairly easily um so our american woman um we need somebody that's like late 20s early 30s um you know somebody who can play well off but can play you know like a lot of other things hmm my mind's kind of blank, but um, I mean, I would she... say like someone like Emma Stone, but ooh, that's that's a good one. She might be a, a scooch young, or like a um, scooch too famous now too. Yeah. You know? um, oh god, who else could be good? But like someone like that, you know, someone like really, um, maybe like sh- I want to say like someone like um. Like a Jennifer Lawrence? Like an Anna Kendrick or someone? Ooh, yeah. Or Amy Adams. Ooh, Amy Adams. Amy Adams would be really good because you'd have to, you have to pull off that like, that like kind of bitchiness. But also like charming at the same time. You can't be too sweet. You know, you have to be like a little bit like, you know, or even like Elizabeth Banks would be good. Oh, I love Elizabeth That would be so good because it's almost like you can't go too young. You need to be a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, what about like a Rachel McAdams? That would be good. Elizabeth Banks, Rachel McAdams, somebody like that. That's like maybe a 30, 30 to 35 is the, is the better age range we're looking at here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like that. I, I would say Eliz- I love Elizabeth Banks, though, because I feel like she can pull off that like um, that like funny, but it's also like endearing. Mm-hmm. Know. Yeah. Her or Rachel McAdams um that's those are good those are two good ones so then we need like a a a man from the u.s that would be um good as miles and so this is tough because you need somebody that is endearing but is not like super super like um pretty boy handsome you need somebody that's like gonna come out from the side and just like grab your heartstrings you know, but not somebody who's like already, um, like a babe. Like you don't want a Ryan Gosling there. No, you don't want a Ryan Gosling. You don't want like a like a somebody really really famous. Um, but you want somebody who's just like, oh, I don't know. It's so hard to say. I'm trying to think. Hmm. Hmm. Let's see. Um, who did I? Who did I just see that would have been a good one? Um. Like Joseph Gordon-Lovett, do you think? Mm, maybe that would be good. He's, I think he's a little too like, um, like not charismatic enough, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Maybe someone like we'll, we'll come back to that, baby. Okay, let's mm-hmm. do that. Because I feel like I have British people that I. I okay, like. let's talk about British people then. If you have like a, a so which one do you want to start with, women or men? 
Uh, let's do man. Um, okay. James McAvoy, I think, would be Love. a good. Love. That would be so good. Yeah. Because he's very cute and, like, charming, but, like, still has that Britishness to him. Wait. I have a boy. I have a boy okay. for the Americans. Can we go back? Josh Hutcherson? Oh, interesting. He's a little young and a little short, but I I, I, I like the it. short. That's what I was thinking. That's fair. Yeah. Someone like that. Anyway, yeah. back to the British. Um. Okay. So let's see. What were you saying? James, James McAvoy. That's good. He would have to put on the British accent, not the Scottish accent, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. I feel like there's also the, um, there's like some British actors that are a little bit more on the, like the nerdier side of things that could work. But mm-hmm. we do want somebody that like is like very dapper. You know, we want somebody that's like a heartthrob. Let's see. Let's see. I'm Googling right now. British heartthrob. This is sad. <laughs> Mike's going to have like the weirdest um, search, search history. History. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um, you know who I love that's like kind of unknown, but I feel like could do really well in this? Um, Colin O'Donoghue. Have you heard of him? He's from, he, he plays anyway. Hook on Once, but I'm like a really big fan of him. But that's yeah. that's neither here nor there. Um, but he's Scottish too. That would work. Yeah. Um, I'm always in for a Scott. Hot, young and British actors. <laughs> That's just literally the link I just clicked. These are too young. These guys, Dan Stevens. What about Dan Stevens? Dan Stevens. <gasps> oh my God. Done. Sold. Beauty yes. and the Beast. And he was on, um, Downton Abbey. And oh, um, Josh Gad would be a good American one. He would be, he would be good. He's almost too funny though. Right. Um, but Dan Stevens is perfect for the British guy because he's mm-hmm. like he's really, really attractive, but he's um, like down to earth attractive. He's not like like crazy, like, um, I don't know, like something like the sexiest man alive type of person or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Stevens is good. Um, what if we like went a little crazy and did like John Boyega or something from like Star Ooh, Wars? You know I'm in on that. That would be so sick. That would be yeah. good. That would be good. But then um, we'd have to go somewhere different with our British woman than maybe we were expecting to go. I don't know about I was, that. We'll see. I was yeah, because I was thinking like a Daisy Ridley or an Emma Watson. Oh, Daisy Ridley would be great. Um. Kid Harrington's I, also another British option we could go with. For, ooh, I like I like that a lot, Kid Harrington. Um, because he's like, like, kind of like shyly attractive. Mm-hmm. You need that whole like, like a, I'm a like good a dad little, too vibe. Yeah, exactly. That's why Dan Stevens I feel like works well. So either Dan Stevens or Kid Harrington. It's like I'm British and I'm attractive, but I'm also a good dad. <clears throat> um, British female here we go um okay so i liked yours that was good um emma watson's another one i was thinking of because i feel say? like I could play the did you say emma watson yeah i did i oh, feel like she God. could play the Sorry. um like upset stressed out iris really well but also she's like very endearing like she's somebody mm-hmm. that you just like immediately cling to she's like i mean like whenever you look think of british actors and rom-com actresses you get like Keira knightley you get like emily blunt but they're almost like too too put famous together. like too put together like um another one would be good would be like amelia clark mm-hmm. um she i saw her in a rom-com recently the one where the guy 
um, Me Before You or something like that. Oh, right, right, right. With Sam, whatever his name is. It was pretty, um, yeah, it was really, really good, but like really, really heartbreaking. Yeah, Um, I'm not going to watch a movie where I know going into it I'm going to cry. So, uh, And Amelia Clark is a little bit older, too. So I feel like either her or Emma Watson would be really good. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my god this is the best cast ever. i like that yeah i like you know a lot of these combinations so we have josh gad and we have but i feel like we're still sort of missing like male male actors hmm if you guys have any suggestions yeah like hit us up i feel like we're just like us. we're like clearly like faltering here on the male actors which is sad because i feel like we're like not like i feel like we should know but you know what can't win them all um yeah so I that's like that was a really good that was a fun game I love doing that kind of stuff (laughs) um I also just like googled some like really fun like pictures of like really cute British guys so that was fun yeah you can like make your own calendar I really could couldn't I (laughs) I won't I won't do that um but yeah so what else what else do we want to talk about I guess I don't know like I feel like we've covered a lot of it we really Um, have I feel like maybe we've done we've done it all for the holiday (laughs) Um, so we have talked a lot in this podcast about how this movie was in 2006. Um, so true. But it doesn't it doesn't feel super dated to me. Like, obviously, no. we're missing Mm-mm. some things like, oh, like, obviously, you would like Facebook for this person or post an Instagram. But it doesn't like I don't watch it and be like, oh, I can feel how 2006 this is. Yeah, like they have cell phones. They're connecting overseas. Like, it's very it's all about the relationships and the emotions. Like, they're very <laughs> focused on the interpersonals and not focused on like a lot of the details which i think helps them keep it not dated yeah. uh, i think obviously over time it will date itself because the outfits that cameron diaz wears for the most part but <laughs> besides that i think i mean yeah you're right it's really it doesn't really date itself which is good because um, i can continually watch it over and over and over again until i die um and i can't wait to do that yeah so i mean i guess like to to sort of like su- summarize what we're doing here we love the holiday Mm-hmm. We are going to continue to podcast about things that we do love, but we thought that for this first podcast that we were talking about things that we think are just really, really fun and that we're excited about right now, we would go with a holiday themed thing. Um, we don't know when we'll speak again. This is like we, you and I, Haley Strong and Angela, Bloom, yes. we'll talk again very soon. Like, yeah, probably, we'll probably talk like tomorrow, but yeah, the, what we share with, the rest of the world is <laughs> we're not sure <laughs> yeah whenever we get inspired by something um it's not necessarily always gonna be a movie it might be a tv show might be yeah. you know it's just some sort of random topic like a product review something like that yeah like we're just like or really... if we have a friend that we want to yeah. talk to just to talk um this is really like a friends talking show um keep your eye out yeah, we find ourselves to be just generally excited about a lot of things and then like not finding the outlet to talk about them sometimes. So we want to, and especially since those things tend to be very sporadic, like and random, like across a variety of outlets. I know personally, sometimes I feel a little, um, not like, I feel sometimes boxed in by what um, I podcast about. Uh, if you're oh, listening for sure. to us 
for the first time or whatever. Um, I do a podcast about The Bachelor. I recently started doing a podcast about Top Chef, and those are very specific things. Um, but I find my interests are very wide and varied. And I think Angela kind of feels the same way too. Angela podcasts about Dancing with the Stars and so you think That's you can dance? Yeah. No, I, I <laughs> so mean like, yeah, so I do dance with the stars, but like I also just sort of have followed along in my husband's footsteps of just like podcasting every now and then. And like, I always find that like the structure of having to do something that's the same every week is not always my cup of tea. So yeah, we're just going to do it when we feel it and we're going to live it up. So here we are. You guys can find me on the internet at, at Ange Palagi, which is A-N-G-P-A-L-A-G-G-I. You can also follow me on Instagram. Um, what about you? What are you up to? And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at hstrong underscore. You can find um, both Angela and I's podcasting works on robhasapodcast.com. Um, that's where we talk about – you just go to that website – go to the search bar, search our names, yeah. uh, and then you'll find us. Like, I'm sure a lot of people who are listening to this, this podcast right here, this episode, um, knows us from those streams anyway. But if you happen to stumble upon this one on SoundCloud, yeah, I'm or you're see... like my mom or my dad, <laughs> yeah, or like and my like, aunt. Oh, finally, something like I actually care about instead of, you know, you're talking about The Bachelor, whatever. Um, keep your eye out. We'll be, we'll be around. We'll tweet it out yeah, so you won't miss it. For sure. Um, I'll... I don't know how to do iTunes, so this is going to be on SoundCloud for now because I don't know how to do anything. Yeah, we'll see um, where it goes. We'll see where yeah, it we'll goes on the technology side of things. <laughs> We're new. So, so, yeah. So, I hope you enjoyed this because I think we did. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, if I can just time. break down a holiday movie and a romantic <laughs> holiday movie every day of my life, I'd be happy. Yeah. Um. So, I guess we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.